Uh, yeah, let either do the cloud or okay. Uh, we're already on. So, hi, welcome to Falling Up Radio. This show is all about bringing guests that will help inspire us to really live a life to our fullest. Hi, my name is Michael Harris. I'm your host of this show. And as a business and personal coach, I help others create really a life of their dreams and vision, really like shape-shifting, maybe even transformation, maybe even quantum leaps, whatever it is that, that works for you. So I'm also the author of the number one best-selling book, Falling Down, Getting Up, and I'm a co-author of Expert Success Solutions. Both these books went to number one. And if you want to actually get a copy of Falling Down, Getting Up, you can get a free copy at that same name, fallingdowngettingup.com. But enough about me. This show is really about you and our guest. Now, I met our guest um, at a business event uh, this past year, and we were on a call the other day, and there was a couple of things that came up, and I didn't know about it, and I immediately wanted to bring him onto this show because of his experience and what happened. So let me just tell you a little bit about this dude. This dude is really cool. And for you ladies out there, he's a single guy too. So make notes if you are. Um, so James is the founder of something called CGM Battery Hack. And you're going to find out more about this. At a certain point in his life, he realized that he was a type 1 diabetic and you know, I had to really scramble. I don't want to get too far ahead because I, I, I want James to tell the story. But this guy's really incredible. When I look at his bio, I mean, even as, as a kid, he was an Eagle Scout. He has a bachelor's in IT. He has an MBA, a master's of science and management information systems. This guy's a great thinker. And at the same time, he likes to call himself kind of irrational, enthusiastic with a lot of energy, you know, and I think we're going to find out why here pretty soon. So, again, he was diagnosed in 2014 with type 1 diabetes, and it really threw him for a loop. But, again, I don't want to say any more. I want to bring James in and start having a conversation, you know, and find out ways that, that we can get inspired um, by what James has to say about his story. So welcome, James, to the show. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, great to be here. Yeah, it's great to, to, to be here. Are you all ready for Thanksgiving since Thanksgiving is tomorrow? I am. Yeah. yeah. Did a little bit of shopping last night. Yeah. I, I, had, I had to run to the store real quick this morning, and I was really happy there was nobody in line. I could just get right through really quick. That was good timing. Yeah, yeah it was great timing. But en enough about Thanksgiving. I, I want to talk about <laughs> you again. You really inspired me the other day on, on our call that, that we had about your experience. And I really like to just, why don't we just jump right in and tell us about what happened in June of 2014, or maybe what led up to that time about finding out about your new diagnosis. Sure. So um, it was actually too, it was a misdiagnosis at uh, type two for about a week. And then, uh, then I got the type one. Um, so I had went to my psychiatrist for an ADHD, right, appointment. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's like, what else is new? And this was new uh, psychiatrist I've been going to. I'm only going for a few months. So it took a year to find the right medication and the right dosage um, before, like, everything worked out great. 
And uh, at some point in there, she was like, well, how's everything else? And I'm like, you know, I'm really thirsty. And she's like, what do you mean thirsty? I'm like, well, I go wake up in the middle of the night and I drink one and a half 20 ounce bottles of Gatorade. And she was like, that's a lot. She's like, you know, you have to go to the bathroom all the time. And I'm like, well, no, I, you know, I feel like I got a big bladder, so I don't, but probably more than usual. She's like, that's diabetes. And of course, think of diabetes is a lot of people think type two. I'm like, you know, that's, that's not me. And, um, you know, she's like, who's your primary care? I was kind of in between at the time. So she sent me to a doctor. I did some blood tests <clears throat> and I went back and she gave me a bunch of meds and she's like, yeah, you know, I think you're probably diabetic. And, um, I'm like, you know, like it just, it wasn't making sense. Right. So I take the meds and I'm, I'm going to beat this. And, uh, then I got a phone call a week later after I went back for my third blood work. And, um, that was the one that really kind of put in perspective that, that visit the next day. Right. So I remember seeing the phone call sitting at my desk at, at Citrix and it's like four 30 and I'm like, ah, oh, man, I don't want to answer this. Right. I was busy with something. And like, so I get the voicemail at like five 30. And the voicemail was, uh, Mr. Planet, you need to get in here immediately. I want to see you first thing tomorrow morning. Don't go into work. Don't, don't worry about an appointment. We'll get you in. Show up here at 9 a.m. And, uh, and, and I heard it. And, you know, I wasn't so worried. I was just like, oh, man. I'm like, you know, what could, what could this be? Because it wasn't go to the hospital, right? Uh -huh. And, um, you know, and I think I had a lot of fortitude from sports as a kid and martial arts, you know, and like I got picked on a lot. So I, I always had a lot of drive, like I'm going to get through it. And uh, I showed up the next day and then she, um, she showed me my numbers and she was worried about diabetic, diabetic ketoacidosis, right? Mm -hmm. So I looked him up and I think on the call the other day, I said it was like 1122, right? And it wasn't, I told Vince Roundtree this, it was 1040. And wow. he said he'd never seen triglycerides in the four digits. I've, I've never heard of that either. Well, and that's, so that's why she was worried about the, the diabetic DKA, they call it, right? And that's actually yep. what puts a lot of people in the hospital. And, you know, it's funny with type 1, everybody's always worried about low blood sugar, but it's the high blood sugar that actually does all of the damage most of the time. Now, now, now Tim, were you using a lot of sugar? Did you drink a lot of Coke? Did you eat cookies all day long? Did you... No, it's the carbs. Just it's the carbs. Just like yeah. I, I had a... Uh, it's like it, you can have rice, right? Like it, it doesn't matter. And, and there's different types of rice. Basmati rice has a less uh, carbs and a lower glycemic index, right? So there's glycemic index and glycemic load. You know, there's a the math isn't always linear, but it's pretty close most of the time. But um, my A1C was a so I, I put like excitingly terrible numbers. So the triglycerides was 1040. My A1C was 12.8. My wow. three-month sugar was 314, which correlates with the A1C. And then my three-week sugar was 700 and something, right? Dude, is, and, and you were still walking? You weren't, like, in a coma yet or what? I mean, that's, that's, that's hard to believe. That's, that's exactly what she was worried about. So um, so with type 1, what happens is because you, you stop producing the hormone uh, insulin or you produce very, very little of it, your body can't get the sugar out of your blood and into your cells, right? So you don't really have a lot of energy. And I remember walking to work one day and I, I was, my quads were just like exhausted. And I'm like, why am I so tired? And, um, you know, like I was more tired that day walking to work than after running a half marathon, right? Wow. And, um, yeah. And like in under two hours, I actually did like, I felt like I did okay. And um, 
I couldn't figure out what was wrong. So with type one, because of that, your body kind of starts cannibalizing itself. It eats your muscle and your fat, which is where people lose a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason you're thirsty is because your body has to get the sugar out, right? So you pee it out because you say insulin's not pulling it out of your blood. Sure. So now, you just, now did, did, did you know much about diabetes before this happened? Nothing. Like that's, nothing. What, happened to, uh, that's what happened to other people. Yeah. You know, I was, I was, ah, dude, I was like almost invincible. I hardly ever got sick. So like perfectly healthy, nothing ever wrong with you. Dude, I get the flu like maybe once every five or six years. I get a cold maybe every couple of years. Do like, you get a, do, do you take the flu shot? I, yeah, I do now. I, I can't tell you, it's probably been 40 years since I got a flu shot. And the reason I stopped taking it was because I saw my grandmother get one every single year and she had the flu every year. And I thought, I'm not going to get one of those if I'm going to get the flu. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they show the research, it just depends on the strain. Sure. But they, they tell me I should because, so, so type 1 is an autoimmune problem, right? So my body's killing my pancreas beta cells. Yeah. Well, tell, tell the, explain to the listeners the difference really between type one and type two, because they're so different. Yeah. And so, and so just to wrap that up. So my, my, I bounced off my high school weight. So I went from 166 to 135 and I leveled off at 138. Yeah. At like 40 years old. Right. I leveled off at 138, eating two full dinners a night at wow. that time. That was how I stayed at one at 138. Right. And wow. again, with consuming a ton of liquids, um, so then I go in the doctor's office and she's like, you know, she's sitting there talking. She's like, oh, she's like, you, and you might have to take shots. And she, it felt like she's getting excited because she's figuring it out. Right. <laughs> and and, I, and I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Right. And the body language was like looking down like this with a, with a, a bend in the elbow. It's kind of a soft stop. Right. And she's like, oh, no, no, it's subcutaneous. You know, you can do it. It's no big deal. And I'm like, stop. Right. And <laughs> now I'm looking down. straight down which is like submission, right? Like when you get animals in the wild and, and you get like the, the mom dog and the baby, they're like, no, nope, right? They're, they're not, and like, I was just like, oh. So she sits down next to me, tells me, and then she's like, she gives me the prescription for insulin and she's like, and be very careful. It's the perfect killer. You can't do too much. Mm. No shit, right? That was what I got. Uh -huh. So, um, so I went and got my prescription and my first meal. I had a couple of Captain and Dr. Peppers. And I did the math three times my first shot, which totally sucked, right? Because I was by myself. I'm sitting at my kitchen table. I called into work. I checked the math three times because you can't do too much. And, um, you know, after my, my two Captain Dr. Peppers, which Dr. Peppers is not what you should drink. <laughs> You're a type 1 diabetic. But, uh, but uh, you know, I woke up three hours later and I checked my sugar a little bit after that. And it was 125. And it was the first time it was normal since I've been tested in like, in like three weeks. So what was it like to, to like give yourself a shot? You know, first my first, so, so the endocrinologist down here, it takes like three months to get an appointment. And um, so to me, there was like no choice, right? <clears throat> and when I told my first endocrinologist, he's like, have you been doing shots? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, who showed you how to do your first one? And I was like, I did. And he's like, you did your first shot? And I was like, well, <laughs> how is it supposed to go? Is so nobody, no, nobody showed you how to do it till you saw this guy. No, I read the directions, right? So yeah, the manual. Yeah. Yes. Right. No. And so you have a you have a pen, right? And you you like you take off the cap and then you put on a needle, and then you you put your dosage on there, right? And what sucks about the pen is it's in one unit. So 
at the time, my carb ratio was 15 carbs equals one unit of insulin, right? So what I love about the pump, right? So I got a, I got a pump right here. And if I have, you know, it's, it's, it's wireless. It just kind of sticks on with that adhesive and then you kind of move it around, right? So, so in a few days it goes here and then you move it back and forth or to the legs. But the pump, I can do insulin for like three grams of carbs if I have a, a special dark Hershey's kits, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm not going to live my life and not do what I want, right? I'm just going to figure yep. it out. Yeah. But with a, a pen, you should eat three Hershey's Kisses because you want to get close okay. to that, that ratio, right? Yeah. So the pen's a little bit more limited, but, you know, I, I, I went ahead and I, I plucked myself and I clicked it and I did it. And my sugar was really high. So it was a lot of insulin, which is why I checked the, the thing three times. And I remember, man, I sat there and I, I picked it up and I licked it and I put it down. And I was like, God, I'm screwed, right? And I took another drink and I, I did the same thing again. And I'm like, I got like, what happened and how did it come to this as I'm giving myself my first shot, right? Wow. And what, 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 tell, tell the listeners what year that was again. Uh, so that was June of 2014. So it was only four years ago. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so, keep going. So type 1 is not genetic, and it's not juvenile, period, right? Um, and I got more examples of other people, right? So <clears throat> I um, – I sat there looking at the shot and I'm like, I'm like, man, just man up and do this. And I'm like, and, and I hate needles. Right. And I, and I hated needles because when I was like eight, my mom was in nursing school. I don't have a lot of good mom stories. Right. There is plenty of like physical and verbal abuse growing up for me for like five years. And she comes up to me with an orange when I'm like eight and she's like, Hey, I'm practicing with the orange, but it's not working very well. And she grabs my arm and she's like, can I try on you? And I'm like, no. And she's like, oh, but please, dude, I'm in tears at eight. Like, dude, no. And I didn't realize it for years. I had people talk about shots, and I would unconsciously, like, I, I would, I would close my elbows because my brain is protecting my veins. Yeah. Right. Well, now I give blood <laughs> every three months <laughs> to go get my sugar tested. Right. So now it's no big deal. But. I was not looking forward to the shot, dude, right? And it was a tiny little needle. And, and yeah. she tried to show me, but it's in like a block of glass. So I stuck it in. I did the pen. I took it out. I'm like, well, that was nothing. Like, what the hell was all the worry about, right? So I, I finished my, my Captain and Dr. Pepper, which, by the way, Dr. Pepper goes great with Captain Morgan. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I went ahead and I took a nap for like three hours. And then I got up and I felt pretty good. And I checked my sugar and it was 125. And, you know, I hadn't thought to uh, Google what my sugar should have been in the past couple of weeks as I saw it at like 300, 400, 200. And, um, and I think part of that was my ADHD was in like orbit with high sugar. No. Like it, it was in, and I remember it's like talking to my boss as an undiagnosed type one. And we're having this important meeting, like a weekly one-on-one. -on -one, and I'm like, I wonder if he shaves every day. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Focus. <laughs> and like, you know, I just, like, I wasn't getting it. But, um, you know, like that shot, it was just that, that first one. After that, it was easy. And just kind of figured out. And I was so anti-pump and anti-technology going, going to the doctor. And, um, yeah, so he, he, he couldn't believe it in my first shot. I did it. And then uh, I'm a spreadsheet guy. So I had a spread. So the, the device I got 
I made sure you could export your numbers because I'm I just I deal so, with so 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 wait a minute you were struggling with ADHD and you were a spreadsheet guy kind of a tech guy right yeah yeah totally well, that, that that that's totally two different realms yeah well you know the, the example I give to people I remember my my psychiatrist she's like well how do you know the medication isn't working because I could tell it would wear off like that right and that was when I had the first one of like uh, bupropion SR like 200 milligrams right that would last like four hours I'm like, I have so many questions. She's like, what do you mean you have questions? I'm like, well, it's working. I'm looking at my computer and emails come in. I'm like, that's fine. I'm working. I see some of my whiteboard. I'm like, I got the idea. I know what I'm doing. I'm putting something together. And then the emails start coming in. I'm like, oh, wait, do I got to do this? Hold on. Do I got to do that? What, like my priority just vanished. And like, I, I all of a sudden couldn't figure out like how to stay focused and going. Right. And like, when you're listening to that conversation, you know, it's important. You're not thinking about, do they shave every day? And that was like, like the constant uh, barrage of distractions, right? And, and for me, and there's different types of ADHD. Mine's impulsivity, and there's inattentive, and there's a hybrid, but that's mine. Um, and, and to your, your question about type one, right? So type two, and there's a backlash in the Facebook group sometimes. Um, there's not a lot of type ones that have a lot of uh, empathy for type two, mm. because type two, you can reverse and fix with diet and exercise period yeah right yep i can't fix this <laughs> i got it the rest of, and the, you know and and i feel like i adapted kind of quick and my mentality was kind of like adapt or die yeah and i remember um like even one of my bosses telling me she's like you know you're, you're doing really good at picking up some of the stuff she's like it's not the bigger faster stronger that survive it's those that adapt yeah. You know, and, and I remember reading that and I'm like, oh, like and it made me feel good. But this was that time where the rubber hits the road. Right. And nobody wants to adapt to this. Right. Like, you, it's just this is not something you pick out. And most people don't know about it. You just wake up and you're like, like, why am I so thirsty? Like this? I could guzzle this if I woke up in the middle of the night and I was that thirsty. Wow. Like yeah. 10, 15 seconds gone and still be thirsty. And you would do that every night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I made the bad decision of getting milk at one point. Almond milk. And uh, that's because it made me feel more full. Mm -hmm. Less than two weeks later, I passed a kidney stone. Wow. The most painful thing ever. I got now, a high you tolerance. That you've only done that once. Once. Yeah. I, once is enough. Yeah. Oh, that was, and I didn't go to the hospital, right? Like I just, I kind of heard what it was and then I passed it and I was like, I'm, I remember, I'm like, breathe, breathe, breathe <laughs> when it was <laughs> happening. But, um, you know, like we just have to take insulin if you have carbs, that's pretty much the rule. And then, you know, stress changes, uh, your, your ratio, right? So, um, every, every Thursday, my sugar was always high every Thursday morning. No matter how much insulin I took after breakfast, no matter what I ate, my sugar was always high. Every Thursday morning. It took me like a good month, maybe five or six weeks, because I only had one shot to figure out Thursday morning, try and fix it. And then finally, I figured out one Thursday morning when my boss canceled my one-on-one -on -one and moved it to the next week, right? Like right before breakfast, I get the, I get the, the, email that morning. Hey, let's, let's do this. 
like next week, we're good for this week. We just talked last night. I'm like, great. And then my sugar wasn't high. And I'm like, am I stressed? I don't feel like I'm stressed. But I made sure one-on-one, so you know you're like, I gotta be, I gotta be on it and ready. And stress raises your sugar. Yeah. Like if I'm on the treadmill and it's at 120, which is a really good one, and I could be running like hills, I mean like just pushing your body, doing a good run, and um it's fine. 10, 15 minutes, like it'll stay at 120, right? It won't really go up, but I'm burning carbs like crazy, sitting there exercising. 10 minutes or so, maybe 15 minutes out of the gym. You see it just like going down quick. So, 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 so what, where do you live now as far as your blood sugars? I mean, you 120, are you kind of at 90 to 120 or where are you? I'm below. So my last A1C was, I think it was like seven. I've had it at 6.4, 6.8. Um, I had 7.4 before where like you kind of like fell off track. Yeah. Um, and then like, I kind of try and tell other people like a, a great, thing to have is this new uh, it's not new actually open source app i love this thing this is xdrip right and the vendor app doesn't so if i add like uh, i'll add 0.1 units of insulin just to show the difference here and now has a line like that that purple line wasn't there a minute ago right and so from breakfast it just shows it's going up a little bit at like 134 no no no, no, no. let me go back what's this app because i know that I don't know a lot about it. You're going to talk about something that you put together. Yeah. Is this part of what you put together? No. So this is an open source app, but it's not yeah. the vendor app, right? The vendor is Dexcom. This is open source and it's extra, but this helps type ones the way I see it, two huge ways. One, it's got predictive simulation. So if you add insulin and carbs, that purple line shows where it's going. The red line sticking out is the momentum. Right. So it expects it to go where the purple line is going, but the red line is what it's doing. The other super awesome thing about this app is it shows my sugars at 134. Well, 134 doesn't really tell me anything. Right. Because when you get judged by your A1C, it should be below seven. Well, 134 is going to be, I think, like right around seven, a little bit lower. Right. But it actually and you can't see it here, but it'll show your, your A1C. It says 6.5 percent. And that's the 24 hour A1C. So. When I say, yeah, now I'm gonna target, right? And if it's high and it doesn't go down, I see it's still high, you constantly see that and you're like, hey, I gotta be lower. So it helps you stay, it helps you stay healthy just based on that that 24 hour one. Yeah. So now tomorrow's Thursday, but you're not gonna be stressed out by your boss, and it is Thanksgiving. <laughs> but so do you eat like so many Americans do, just as much as you can and then veg out on the couch? Or how do you do Thanksgiving? So, you know, with special occasions, and I've, I've been doing this for a while. So I remember doing like, uh, I did P90X when I was, I guess, like, it's probably like 2011, 2012, maybe. And um, portion control, they, they stressed in that, which was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I went, yeah. to, I went to have like a glass of chocolate milk prior to bed, right? And the milk was good because it would coat your stomach. And then I went to have one. I'm like, oh, I got to measure this. And I'm like, so I get out the measuring cup. And I'm like, how much am I drinking, right? It wasn't an eight ounce cup. I was having like 16 or 18 ounces before I went to bed. And when you look at the calories from the chocolate, that's not good. Mm -hmm. So I got better about portion control before I had to worry about type one. So I still look at what I eat, but my fitness pal, I was like religious with for probably the first year and a half. You know, 
and, and that's another easy thing, right? Like, I'm good at math, but I'm good at simple math. I, I like, I, I took calculus a long time ago, but like differential equations, never out the door. That's not this. This is just, you know, carbs and insulin, plus and minus, and, and where am I at, right? And um, like, uh, and then learning, like, so the difference between basmati rice and then white rice, right? So basmati rice has less carbs and a lower glycemic index, right? The lower glycemic means it doesn't spike your sugar, right? And then what I found in one of the, the Facebook groups is that, and this is where it's not always linear, right? So somebody was talking about, hey, my sugar shoots up and it, it's harder to get down. And this one lady said, she goes, well, you need to take 30% more if it's going to spike and you're eating at mealtime, right? So if it's, the insulin is supposed to look like this type of a curve, right? So it's supposed to peak in the middle. But yeah. it, you know, when, when they show the curve, it kind of starts out high to show you what it's actually doing. So if it's going to peak in the middle, but you're eating here instead of here, right? That, that insulin is not going to meet it when it spikes. It's already spiking and it's trying to bring it down. But if it's high, you need a little bit extra. So if you just do your bolus, which is what they call taking the insulin, like 15 minutes before the meal, maybe 30 minutes if it's a really high spike. Like if I'm eating cake at a birthday party, and even if I want a little bit, right? I'll do the insulin way early, right? Because I know mm -hmm. I'm going to have the cake. But yeah. As my sugar might be coming down or right there, then you can have the high glycemic food, right? Or the high sugar. Um, and even just like high, like oatmeal, Poof, man, spikes it really fast, right? So, so you're going to eat turkey and mashed potatoes and all that tomorrow, I assume. Yeah. So, so, so I'll what eat do you have more, to do for that? I'll eat more mashed potatoes than normal, right? And pumpkin pie. Right. Oh, man, I like the pumpkin pie. So I saw the apple pie next to it, right? So apple yeah, yeah, pie yeah. had 32 grams of carbs for the slice, right? This was at Trader Joe's. And the pumpkin pie had 62 grams of wow. carbs. I know. <laughs> so here's the thing that a lot of people don't know. Insulin is not medicine. Yeah. So you're never really taking less. It's a hormone. Right? And when I tell people that, ironically, I don't know what happens in the brain when I say hormone but the argument stops about taking about how much you take and what it is and like trying to, to judge it. It's like, oh, I guess you just got to take it now. Like, like the, all arguments from other people that are not type ones just seem to like almost vanish. Like now, now they have the, the, the conversation changes. Um, so I'll eat more carbs than I usually do because I'm going to be participating in Thanksgiving. Now the pumpkin pie, right? So I still try and choose these carefully. The pumpkin pie, instead of that slice at 62 grams of carbs, I will half that and have 32 mm. grams of carbs, yeah. right? Yeah. And the thing is, man, take small bites and savor that, yeah. right? Like they, they've told you in diets, right? Like don't have handfuls, have, you know, like chocolate chips. I love chocolate chips. And I actually have them in my, my cabinet, right? Mm. And I'll go in there, man, I'll have a couple at a time. And I got it in a little Tupperware dish. I measured out. So for... The mini chocolate chips, right? There's, uh, it's 14 grams of carbs. You put it on the food scale, a little Tupperware dish, because the Tupperware dish helps you with portion control, right? Because otherwise, like, what's, what's just a few more? They're so good, right? If one's good, two's better. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And it's nine grams of carbs, right? So, yeah. you know, if, if I'm eating them right then, I do insulin for 12 grams of carbs, because it's going to spike a little bit, and you need that little bit more that helps keep it low, right? And the, and the, the good A1C is what prevents problems later on. Because the high sugar is what does the damage. And that's the problem, right? So 
if this so like when, if it's heading down an alarm goes off and the other thing i love about this app right the the forecast you can set the time frame so 25 minutes if i'm heading to a low it tells me 25 minutes early which is awesome because then i just take a sugar pill right and these things i love these because it's four grams of carbs for this tiny little pill but it's predictable and consistent in 10 minutes it's going to hit my system i know how much i'm going to do as opposed to like a handful of chocolate chips High glycemic, low glycemic, you don't know. But when this, when it goes low, everybody's worried about that going to the hospital. Uh, I so, hope we'll yeah. 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 So you, you, you use the app. You got the sugar pills. But I also want to ask you and talk to you about what you showed, the, showed online <laughs> the other day. And this great little, I don't know what to call it, a, a monitor, a battery but explain yeah. how, how that has uh, really helped and in, in change your life and others too sure so i had wanted to get on my so this actually started with like uh the click conference last year and i had to want to get it out on my own and do something and i thought maybe i was going to try speed reading and then i realized i'm like wow i bet i can do something with type 1 diabetes i'm passionate about this because my analytics i know a lot about it and then it was kind of like what could i do and um, then I had already seen people were, were doing the battery placements out there. And I was like, oh, man, I'll, I'll, I, can, I can do that, right? And what I had shown everybody was I'm like, hey, you know, like, here's my insulin pump. And it's funny because for the first three years, I wasn't going around showing off my insulin pump. Like, hey, check this out, right? My superpower. No, that was not happening. It was like always covered up on my arm. So if I'm walking around, like not, not showing it right now. You didn't like, want hey, anybody to see it. No, you know, I didn't want to be like, hey, are you okay or fragile, right? And then the, the other thing, like, should you be eating that? And it's like, you know, other people just don't know how it works. And um, my personality, very direct, right, kind of extreme. I'm like, don't tell me what I should be eating, right? Like, I'm, I'm very, like, almost hostile about that right off the bat because, like, just ask questions. I'll tell you whatever you want to know, right? But don't tell me what I should be doing, especially if you don't know. Oh, I, I, I get it. But um, the, the sensor, so what actually, so I love Dexcom. I wish the frequency of what they charge and everything was different, but they have great technology. But the battery, the thing is what they got to change, right? So a transmitter actually tells me this number, and that's attached to a sensor. So right here, we can see, oh. whoop, wrong sides. <laughs> there it is. Right here, so this is an aftermarket bandage to keep it on a little bit longer. This gray piece is the actual transmitter that sends the data to the app, right? And then the little plastic you see around it, that is actually the sensor that you're supposed to change like every week. But if you want to keep it on a little bit longer, you can, you know, just make sure that you keep it clean, of course. But the vendor software says, hey, you got to change it. And that's where, that's where this comes in, right? So this is the same thing you just see on me, except it, I just got two batteries on there showing what the batteries look like, right? right. So right. you can actually sand it down replace the batteries, you put a clear epoxy over it, right? And then, and, and it's, and you replace it. So um, my website, so www.cgmbatteryhack.com actually is where we're, we're selling these. And then we even have some colors, right? So there's a, right now there's a purple glitter one, there's a black one, but this so, is- So what, 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 what's different with these batteries than other batteries that a diabetic can get to use? Well, so the, the vendor software, right? So the difference between this one and this one 
is this one with my insurance, I had to pay $300 every three months. Wow. And the vendors, yeah. So, 300 every three months, okay? Yeah, and it's not that expensive for, for everybody, right? Different people have different insurance plans. Some people get it for like 100 bucks. A very few, but fortunate, get it for almost nothing. And then I was chatting with this lady the other day, and her friend had to buy one, one for $475. Wow. Right? Um, and that, <laughs> that's not even insulin. Insulin's expensive too, right? This is just, this is the tech that shows you where you're at that helps you keep yourself healthy. Yeah. This is the life-saving one, yeah. right? Because before 1920s, type one was a death sentence. Yeah. You had a few weeks or a few months to live. Like if you Google it and look at some pictures, it is awful because I mentioned how like I bounced off my high school weight, 135. I met a friend who was in town and she's like, Man, I told her, I'm like, I'm doing these green smoothies, right? And I was feeling better. Well, yeah, because I wasn't having as much carbs, right? So I was feeling better because, like, I was just eating more nutritious. Now, there's still, like, some banana in there and a little bit of pineapple, but there's also, like, a lot of spinach and some, some almond milk and other stuff. Now, almond milk has one gram of carb versus, like, regular milk. But she's like, I thought you were sick. Well, little did I know, I called her back a couple months later and be like, hey, by the way, it turns out I was sick. <laughs> like, with, with type 1. Yeah, yeah. But um, they even knew about this in ancient Greece. They would taste their urine because you got to pee out the sugar, yep. right? And people lived a few weeks to a few months, right? So they got insulin, bovine insulin in the 1920s, right? And then later on, they came up with synthetic insulin. But this was like a huge lifesaver. And we still don't know why we get it. Yeah. Well, now, now your battery pack, I mean, really explain what makes that special and different. So there's two things, right? So one is... You know, the, the, it's just an encapsulated piece of plastic from the vendor, right? And their software. And I have this disdain for, you know, like it's, everybody shouldn't have to start over. So I'm, I'm, I'm also working on a book called Type 1 Life Hacks because I go into the, the forums, right? And there's, there's all these questions over and over again, right? And some of the people don't know how to use search in the Facebook group. So you get questions again and again, right? But, you know, like, Dude, when I had to do that first shot, I didn't think to go look it up on a Facebook group, right? Where if I had like a, a girlfriend or somebody, she probably would have been doing it like right at that moment to, to help me figure it out. But you're nerve wracked at a couple of those moments, right? So you're just trying to find answers. So that's what made me think about the book, which is going to be from, you know, the beginning of diagnosis to maintenance, because most of the other books are just about carbs and insulin, right? And the, the vendor software, like, wh why is it not easier for some of the stuff, which is the part that drives me nuts, right? And this goes with like medical and, and insurance and everything else and how the, the whole system works. But like $300 every three months, every time, that doesn't make sense. So, you know, we're going to be selling this for probably like a hundred bucks, maybe 75, 75 bucks, right? We're still trying to figure out the offer and actually what goes with it. And right? how long does it last? That's the key. The vendor software at three months says, hey, your battery's low, you need to change it. And it gives you two weeks and it just turns off the data. Dude, that's crap. The Facebook record I found, a guy with a sensor, so Xtrip doesn't turn it off. He went 193 days. That's six months. Yeah, six months plus, yeah. Right, that's $300. But I got news for you. In a, so if I'm selling this for 100 or whatever it is, that's $200 in one year versus 1200 
Yeah. Most it's of huge. America doesn't have that kind of money. Like, so I have is, is that a special battery that, that you created or how'd you come up with that battery? No, so this is the same battery the vendor uses. So you can buy the battery off the internet. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of people that actually do this themselves. So uh, I, I found this, so I actually, so I stumbled upon this in some uh, news article where they talked about sometimes keep, people keep the sensor lo on longer and there's even people that redo this themselves. It's like, what the heck are they talking about, right? And I, I immediately text my buddy. I'm like, hey, you can keep your sensor on longer, right? And the, the sensor being, you know, the this thing. And he's like, yeah, sometimes I do when I'm, I'm waiting on new ones from insurance when insurance is late. And I was like, I've been like, it's again, the vendor software says, hey, one week is up. You got to change it. And the vendor app, you just hit stop, start, and you keep it on another week. Mm. That's like 150 bucks for one month supply. But if you keep it on for two weeks, then it's a two month supply, right? Now, not everybody's skin is the same, right? So some people have reactions to it, you know, that, that all depends, right? So your mileage may vary. Um, I think they would say with the FDA, you should keep it on a week, right? Because you're poking a hole in your body. Um, that also depends on like what you do for work and your environment and everything else. But um, th that's, you know, that's the frustrating part that I don't, and I don't want to say it's fair, right? Because life isn't fair. Just watch the YouTube videos about animals in the wild, right? It is very, very unfair. So, but, so, so, so compared to regular battery system, how much longer does that one last? So this, well, the, the app is what will help make it last longer, right? So when you get the first one from Dexcom and I use Xtrip, like I'm already way past the, uh, the, the three-month mark, right? So mine transmitter days is at 135, right? So I'm at four and a half months. Um, and then when we replace the batteries, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to last on average four to six months. So it depends, you know, because when you, when you put the battery in and then it, it hits the uh, the other metal and makes the connection. So that's when it kind of like activates a little bit, depending on what other environments are going on. Like there was a thing where we saw with the iPhone, some people are having a problem with their batteries only lasting like six weeks with, with uh, like a new iPhone. So, yeah. you know, again, it's nothing's perfect, but the software is the biggest thing. But then again, when you're doing the replacement, like how come they can't make it? So you pop a cap off, right. And put it back on in a very secure way because it's not in their financial best interest, mm -hmm. right? This is plastic with a motherboard, like software. It's manufactured, it's reproducible. This does not cost a lot of money, but they're making a ton. And if you gotta go through insurance, like none of this is transparent, right? Which makes it so hard to do. So, this, so, so what, what you really did is you made a better mousetrap. Yeah, and it's, and it's transparent, right? Like, um, I'm, I'm, maybe, did, maybe, maybe you should be on the Shark Tank. <laughs> well, I'm updating my site again, and um, when, I, when I first put it up there, it was like, hey, here's what it is, but the, the new update in the next few days, like right after Thanksgiving, is going to be, hey, this was previously only in, in closed Facebook groups, because that's where the other people were selling it. Like, you got to get into the group, and then, you know, if they don't like you, they beat you out, right? Like, I know somebody else that showed, she did one, she's like, hey, look what I did, and they booted her out of like 10, but, but now it's, it's, it's going to be available to anybody. Yes. Right. That's and great. First, first it's us. And then right after it gets going, then it's going to be international. I'm going to start with Canada and then look at Europe and central and South America. Mention the website again, www.cgm, 
batteryhack.com. Yeah. And and tell me about your book again, too. We've only got a few minutes left, so I want to kind of start wrapping up, but your book, you said you've got a book coming out. Are you already writing it? Do you have a publisher? How are you doing it? So I don't have a publisher yet. Uh, I was working on it before I actually, um, when, I, when I realized that people are already doing this, I decided to, to make a move for this. And then I'm going to come right back to the book. The book I'm going to call Type 1 Life Hacks. Um, so part of the CGM battery hack, right? I'm already established as part of a hacker, right? For the, for the book Life Hacks. And Life Hacks is just going to be, it's, I mean, it's, it's really like a hacker is just how to get around the system right? That's yeah. you, you take it apart and put it back together. And it's just simple stuff on what you can do to make life a whole lot easier. Like people get high sugar and they take insulin and they do all these things. Exercise. When I do laundry up and downstairs, right? My sugar dives, yeah. right? So that's like show them a few exercises, a lot of legs brings that sugar right down. And it's going to be a yeah. lot of things that are like that, that are really simple to help keep you healthy. Having yeah. that A1C right there on your phone, staring in your face, knowing you're high over it in 24 hours, and you shouldn't be, motivates you to get down now. Yeah. See, I, you, you, you need to get your book out. I loved what you said earlier, adapt or die. And it's just like you, you, you are a prime example of somebody that, you know, you are now calling this your superpower, where at first I'm not sure that's what you were calling it. But it's just like that seems to be like, when life throws us for a curve and we all get curves thrown at us or fastballs, you know, and what do we do with it? Do do we become a victim or do we allow it to be a superpower as you call it? So I love it that that you're looking at it like that. Yeah. And you know, I'm like Boy Scouts. So my, my dad had a lot of influence because of sports, right? So I, I, I played a lot of sports. So I was really competitive and I think that's, that's where I got my love for my dad. Right. So it was a lot of positive reinforcement. Right. So I, I like learned how to excel at that over the years. And then Boy Scouts was a huge thing for me. And my, my dad really pushed me to get the Eagle Scout. So the Eagle Scout, the stat back then was one out of a hundred Boy Scouts get the Eagle Scout. And the thing is you have to have everything done before your 18th birthday, because it's part of your character. You haven't figured out how to cheat the system yet. Right. And I'll never forget Mr. Lorenz on like one of these camping trips was like, look, there's no, Oh shits and uh ohs. And I'm like, what do you mean? Right. And he's like, cause it's too late. You should have asked. And the Boy Scout motto is be prepared. Right. So granted, you're not going to be prepared for this when you get a diagnosis, but you sure can be prepared for all the stuff that's coming. You know, you're going to eat more carbs. You know, it's coming. You just got to face it. Right. And facing it is not always like the most fun or most courageous thing to do. Yeah. Where were you? Was your app beeping? Yeah. So that was, so, oh, okay. The, <laughs> I put this in my bag coming back from the gym one day, and my water bottle leaked. Ah. This this thing helps keep me alive, right? Yeah. So, but switching my my transition, don't have insurance. I pulled it out of my bag, and I had water covering like this much of the screen. So, I put a hair dryer on it, dried it out, and then every now and again, it like beeps, gives me this weird error message. You hit the button, and it disappears for three days. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, James, again, we're, we're at the, the end of our time today. Can you mention your website again? Sure. So uh, www.cgmbatteryhack.com. 
And right. if you want to follow more about me, you can go to www.jamesplanet.com, double N, double T. So P-L-A-N-N-E-T-T. That's right. You know, okay. that was that was so much trouble growing up, Planet Uranus. Like, kids are ruthless, man. They all made fun of me. I got to Florida at 21. They're like, Captain Planet. They're like, that's awesome. So, and like, it took on a whole new thing. So you can find more like my Facebook profile, LinkedIn, all of that at, uh, at jamesplanet.com, double N, double T. Cool. And when, when you get your book out, will you come back on the show? I'd love Absolutely. to have you back on and t- talk more about it. Absolutely. Michael, I read, I loved, I'm not all the way through your book, but that's probably what I'm going to finish today. I think I'm at like page 121 out of 141, but I'm, I love your book. Like there, I, there are so many people I think that would save themselves issues in life and time and energy. I and mean, it's one of those things learning from somebody else. If they take like four or five hours, whatever it takes for somebody to read your book, depending on how fast they read, they can save themselves some brutal lessons in life. Um, so I, I'm loving your book. I couldn't put it down last night, Thank but you. I had to go to bed. It was like 3 a.m. <laughs> and then I'm going to pick it right back up today. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, I can't wait for your story because I, I believe, too, that stories help each other and it helps us heal. And, you know, traditionally, you know, even like Native Americans, they'd sit around the campfire and tell stories. And that oral tradition of telling stories helps the, the, the whole tribe. And yeah. that's, that's what I love, you know, even about the tribe that, that we belong to, the ClickFunnels tribe, is we tell all these great stories and everybody has all these different parts of their story and we're all helping each other and we're all helping to heal ourselves and to, to help heal others in the planet, which is really cool. And that's why I wanted you here today because I felt like you were one of those people, one of those persons right now that was like doing something to heal themselves, grabbed the bull by the horns, called it a superpower rather than you know, that victim thing again. So I love it that you've taken that um, tragedy may be a strong word, but you know what I mean? And turned it yeah. around. That's transforming. When I was writing ideas for my, for the, the book and I had different stuff, I was like, you know, <laughs> there were a couple things I wrote down was one was how do I make type one cool? Right. And this is when I was really like, like, I'm like, how do I get people to flex and show like, why, like, you know, I know a lot more about cars and sugar than a lot of other people. The only people that beat me out in other type ones are a handful of nutritionists. Most yeah. personal trainers don't, other people don't. So you, you really get to know these things. And it's like, like when I thought about your book, falling up, falling down, getting up, right? You only got to get up one extra time than when you fall That's to right. beat life. That's right. One extra, that's it. That's all you got to do. You just got to get up. You don't got to like it, right? You just got to get up and go and then figure yeah. it out after you get up and you're going to win. Yeah. That, that's a perfect place to close. Again, I, I want you to come back when, when you've written the book. I'm going to hold my book up for a moment, Falling Down, Getting Up. And then next time we're back, you're going to have your book up too. And we're both going to be showing our, our, our books. And uh, so I'm really excited about that. Again, thank you, James, for, for being here and sharing your insights and your wisdom on life and, and your experience of, of what you had. One more time, what's your website again? 
www.cgmbatteryhack.com. Cool. And if you're listening, be sure to pass this podcast on to other people, whether you're, you're listening to the audio or the video, pass this on. It doesn't matter whether somebody has diabetes. Use James as an example of somebody, again, that's created superpowers in his life. So that's really great. Big kudos, James. Happy Thanksgiving. Have, have an incredible day. And um, looking forward to when you, your book comes out. Thank you, Michael. I have so much respect for you. And thank you very much for having me on. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right.